Hello and welcome to Meldon Law and Friends, a weekly podcast of Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office in Gainesville, Florida, and also with offices in South Florida covering the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade through Broward, all the way up through Palm Beach County. And of course, we're going to be talking more about it in today's program, our office in Ocala, where Jeffrey has been practicing for over 40 years. we got some exciting news about the new Ocala office. It's the 12th of March, Jeffrey, and uh, it's already been quite a year. Yes, uh, we're so excited. We, uh, you know, are the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators uh, in 2021. And although it's a strange time because of COVID, it's an exciting time within Melden Law and everything that's uh, going on. Well, and we have, of course, the other named partner in Melden Law, Carrie Melden. So happy to have you here. And What's going on in South Florida? So many things, I'm sure. Chris, it's, it's a pleasure to be here up here in Gainesville, which is still my home. Uh, mm -hmm. But we also have expanded down to South Florida. So Meldon Law has three locations, the main office in Gainesville, the other mm -hmm. office in Ocala, which uh, Dad's going to tell you a little <laughs> more about that because there's some really exciting stuff coming up. And then uh, our office in South Florida. So we're able to extend the Meldon Law service throughout the state of Florida. Uh, in South Florida, we're really excited uh, to continue to provide uh, what we believe to be the best uh, personal injury and criminal defense uh, representation uh, in the state of Florida. And we've had uh, a really uh, interesting last year. I mean, COVID has, sure. has uh, been uh, different in South Florida, mm -hmm. but right now, South Florida is absolutely thriving. There's people moving from California, from New sure. York, New Jersey. And so the, I heard some statistic like the population has increased by 20%. Uh, I wouldn't and, be shocked. <laughs> and so there is a lot of uh, new people into uh, South Florida. And as uh, Melden Law, we welcome them to Florida and we'll okay. be happy to help them uh, moving forward. Yeah, somebody told me there's a thousand new people moving to Florida every day. Every day. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, we, we're lucky. We're a uh, third generation um, law firm here in the state of Florida. So we know how to um, help people in this state. So uh, if there's anyone listening out there that's uh, maybe not from Florida and moving in, give us a call. Our number is 1-800-373-8000. Uh, we can meet up, uh, maybe talk a little bit about your issues. Uh, if you've been an injured or arrested, uh, we can help you out. Yeah, and Carrie, it's interesting. You mentioned that we're third generation um, uh, lawyers in the state of Florida. Maybe you can uh, tell our viewers and listeners a little bit about the history of how Grandpa Maurice uh, started the whole shebang. So Maurice Wagner is my mother's father, so my grandmother on my maternal side, on my maternal side, and he uh, actually attended Stetson Law School in early 1950s, and he graduated when the Stetson Law School campus was located in Deland, Florida, which is Central Florida. It has since been relocated to St. Pete. Florida, where I graduated uh, back in 2005, and my grandfather was able to start practicing personal injury law in Miami in, 19, in the early 1950s, and then ended up becoming a trailblazer in Daytona Beach uh, throughout his career as he uh, moved up there, when, in 1956 or 1957? I think it was earlier than that. Maybe I, it was, yeah, my understanding is that uh, Grandpa Maurice graduated law school in 1950 went down to Miami for about a year or two, mm -hmm. uh, learned some chops down there, and then moved back to Daytona and started a law practice there as a trial attorney doing both personal injury and criminal defense. And uh, by 1952 or three, he was uh, uh, well ensconced in the Daytona Beach market as uh, one of the early uh, pioneers of personal injury law. Correct. And he, he grew up uh, in, with an immigrant family in New Jersey, and uh, he put himself through college through the GI Bill. He was a, a pilot in the Air Force. Okay. And so he, uh, he kind of built himself from, from scratch, and he was a fiery dude, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He used no, to he... tell me about this formula he would do or something when clients would come in, they'd be partners or something like that. Well, no, he... Back then, the, the Florida Bar did not have rules as far as what percentage a lawyer could take. And his attitude was, you know, if he was representing a client, that they were partners, which meant 50-50. Sure. 
and that uh, back then they didn't have mediation, uh, cases didn't uh, settle except on the courthouse steps, and uh, he had a style of uh, trying cases where uh, the jurors would fall in love with him during the trial, and he would get fantastic verdicts yes. um, that nobody else in that area had ever heard of. When I was practicing in Daytona for uh, in the early or the mid two thousands, uh, I was told by at least two judges that he was the best trial attorney that they ever saw, and that's a high compliment when a judge. And that they were actually adversaries. He said he hated going up against uh, Judge Walsh and. It was Judge Walsh and Judge Beck. You know, there was a couple, and there was a lot of people that knew John Tanner, the state attorney, knew sure. Maurice very well. But there was a, a reputation that if you went up against Maurice, you were in for a fight. Yeah. Well, since it's a third generation, mm -hmm. Carrie, I think it's maybe time you start working on a fourth generation. <laughs> what are we? What, <laughs> well, you know, we have a ton of uh, lawyers in the family. We right. have lawyers uh, in Miami, Florida, that are part of our family. We have sure. lawyers in Broward. Uh, that are part of our family. My sister is a lawyer, even sure. though she doesn't practice right now. She's a, a licensed uh, attorney in the sure. state of Florida and did some great work in immigration law. Uh, we have lawyers in Tampa that are part of our family. Mm -hmm. Still, we have still have lawyers in Daytona Beach mm -hmm. and in Gainesville. Uh, I think Orlando, um, Jacob yeah. now, and so we're all over the state of Florida. So if you give us a call, I'm sure we can help you wherever well, you need to be. You know, you know, Dad's. Uh, Dad's uh, uh, married into a lawyer family, and and he's created his own lawyer family. So we're we're lucky yeah. to have a uh, uh, you know so many amazing uh, people that sure. are part of our our crew. Well, Jeffrey, let me ask you this: So if someone were to walk in, never met you, and said, "Jeffrey Melton, why did you decide to become a lawyer?" What would you tell them? Well, it started out after I graduated from college at mm -hmm. Ohio State, and I looked around and I decided going to law school was uh, my best option as far as what the alternatives were. Okay. <laughs> okay, and then I, uh, I uh, my father uh, had wanted to go to, to become a lawyer because sure. his oldest brother, uh, my Uncle Phil, was a lawyer okay. back in the 1920s. Interestingly enough, Uncle Phil came down to Miami to speculate on real estate after graduating uh, law school mm -hmm. and uh, was buying and selling contracts, flipping deals down in Miami right. in 1924 and 25. In 1926, Miami uh, had a big bust and all of the mm -hmm. um, deals that he had became worthless. So I think he moved back to Cleveland after that for a while. But um, I, I, uh, my father um, always uh, told me that uh, Having a profession um, was a uh, an advantage because he went through the Great Depression, and he he saw that the lawyers and the doctors, even if their clients couldn't pay them or their patients couldn't pay them, they would at least bring them chickens. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and that you know, he said that they always they always had a way of surviving, and that uh, having a profession to him was important. So I think my father really inspired me uh, to you know, go to law school. And then once I finished, um, I uh, had some great friends in Gainesville, Florida. I came down here and visited several times and, uh, and I had uh, made up my mind that I was gonna move out of the cold weather and, mm -hmm. uh, and move down to Gainesville. And why did you eventually get focused on personal injury law? You know, originally you were doing a lot of criminal defense or threshold law, as they sometimes say, whatever comes across the threshold of your door, but now you're a specialist in PI. Well, yeah, I, I always saw myself as a trial lawyer. So I was trying cases right uh, from the beginning in the early 1970s, but the way that uh, the practice evolved, personal injury um, exploded um, after, I think it was 1978, the Supreme Court said that lawyers could advertise. And it, it changed the whole nature of it. And uh, I watched that evolve over a while. And then all of a sudden, I went, hmm, this is a new <laughs> opportunity, you know? And we were, we were trial lawyers. I, I had been handling personal injury cases uh, for many years, and I knew the general nature of it, but uh, I had to learn the business aspect of personal injury. So uh, that uh, has been an exciting, you know, the last 
30, 35 years, you know, we've been focusing in on personal injury. Carrie, how do you think your skills and training as a prosecutor, I know you did that for several years in Volusia County, and then you started doing criminal defense. How do you see that helping you as a civil trial attorney? Well, in the plaintiff side, I think being a prosecutor is a natural fit because you're bringing the claim against uh, another party. You know, when you're a prosecutor in the state of New York, they call it a district attorney. Here in the uh, state of Florida, they call it the assistant state attorney. You are working on behalf of the people of the state and bringing a claim against the individual, which would be considered the defendant. Uh, when you're practicing personal injury law and litigating it, you're the plaintiff and you're filing a case against the defendant. And it could be an insurance company, it could be an individual, mm -hmm. but you're bringing the claim against another party. So the fit from a uh, state attorney to a plaintiff attorney is pretty seamless. A uh, defense attorney is a little bit more nuanced. You're, you're almost defending. You're, it's like, uh, you know, if you're playing tennis, you're like hitting the ball against the wall. You're just trying to get it back. <laughs> sure. uh, but when you're a uh, plaintiff's attorney, you can really take a wrecking sure. ball to the wall. You know? We're about to take a break. A couple of things. We want to let everybody know that we have a guest coming up on the second half of the show. His name is John Barley. He is the executive and regional director for Catholic Charities in Gainesville. They do tremendous work. Um, and he's going to talk a lot about that, about some great events they have coming up. So please stay tuned to listen to John Barley. I want to talk to him about the fact he used to run the Brown Derby in Gainesville back in the 70s, favorite haunt of mine back in the day. Also, I want to congratulate all the ticket winners, people who have been going to our website and applying for tickets. Uh, we had several winners for tonight. Tonight is, of course, the 12th of March. There is a uh, baseball game against JU Jacksonville University. Congrats to those winners. But, Jeffrey, we still have tickets available for Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday game. Yeah, it's, and baseball is really exciting. Um, I've, I've been to uh, several games. Uh, I would encourage everybody to uh, enter the contest because uh, all the games are sold out. They are. So uh, we need to um, help our uh, uh, show some love for our Gator fans. But not <laughs> only in baseball, Chris, we got softball and volleyball too. We've got uh, tomorrow night, the 13th, we've got softball, women's softball against Kentucky. We've got four tickets still available for that. We've got two tickets for Sunday's game on the 14th, and we also have four tickets for Saturday's volleyball game against Missouri. It is so simple to apply for these tickets. Just go to the MeldonLaw.com website, the homepage. I got that right. Go to the homepage. There's a button at the very top, and it'll walk you right through it. All we ask you to do is check out the webpage, go to the top, and you can apply for the free tickets for these games. We will be right back with Carrie Meldon and Jeffrey Meldon. We're going to be talking a lot about the expansion of Meldon Law, particularly the Ocala office. Thanks so much for tuning in. I was driving behind a lady, and very suddenly she moved out of the way. There was a log laying in the road, and when I hit my brakes, I went on top of the log. I had 280 discs. I just haven't been the same since. Jeffrey Melton fought for me all the way. Him and his team really went there for me. Throughout the whole lawsuit, he made sure that my bills was paid. It was never no whenever I called him and asked him for something. Our motto is, Melden Law, you matter most. We can never repair a missing arm, or we can never undo being charged with a DUI. What we can do is help you get back on your feet. You're not just another client to us. And it may be a long road, it may be a difficult road, but we won't stop until we find as much justice as we can. Welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. Today is Friday, March 12th, 2021. My name is Chris Qualman, and I am so glad to be joined by Melden and Melden, Carrie <laughs> Melden and Jeffrey Melden. We were talking during the first segment about Carrie uh, and the work he's doing in South Florida, but Jeffrey, it's it's a year for expansion. I know the Gator Partnership has, has really helped us take off, and uh, we've got to grow. Yes. Uh, being the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators is a big deal and we take it seriously. We honor our partnership and uh, the responsibility mm -hmm. we have to serve our clients and do uh, an exceptional job in making sure everybody uh, 
uh, that wants help, we can uh, provide help to them. And uh, in that light, we've uh, expanded our offices in Ocala. Although we've been there for 45 years, we have built this new incredible office. It'll be opening in about a week, uh, right on 441. It's called uh, South Pine Avenue, 1326 South Pine, right across the street from what used to be Monroe Regional Hospital. Anybody in Marion County knows where that is, and Ocala Regional is right behind it. Some people have made jokes that I picked that location because it was across the street from the emergency room, and um, I'll take whatever credit they give me. <laughs> it's a great sign. There's no way you're going to miss that sign on 441 sign. on Pine yeah, Avenue. Yeah, but what's really cool is it's a historic building. It was built in 1959 as the Cameo Photoshop. Now, back then, mm -hmm. we didn't have cell phones with cameras. Sure. Okay. You had to go take your pictures uh, with your Kodak film and take it to Cameo Photoshop. And they created a drive-through um, that made it look like something out of Happy Days. It looks like a restaurant <laughs> out of Happy Days, I swear to God. And you can't miss it. And uh, it's very, very unique historic building. So if you uh, live in Marion County and you want to visit us, we're actually taking these cups here and we're going to have them and giving them away free. If you knock on the door and say, uh, hey, more giveaways, here, what can I, we say? I, I want uh, <laughs> some of these, uh, you know, free uh, mugs, uh, tumblers, we call them, but they're really cool. They've got Melden Law here. Most importantly, they have uh, the Gator logo right here. So uh, we in invite everybody to uh, stop by the new office. You'll see the big sign, Meldon Law, with the gator head um, on it, as well as our new electronic board, which we intend to use to help a lot of the nonprofits and charities in the Ocala area publicize what they're doing. And right now, the target date is pretty darn soon, just a few yeah, days. It's I the would, 15th. I, yeah, we're, we're targeting Monday the 15th. We've already got, you know, the equipment and the furniture and everything in there. And uh, we, we are getting ready to, like, uh, switch from our existing office in mm -hmm. Ocala to our, our new office. Okay. So if I send a friend to go knock on the door to, uh, <laughs> to get one of those tumblers, uh, somebody will be there. There will be somebody. Somebody, and they're free. Uh -huh. uh, there's no obligation. And uh, we really enjoy our... Um, commitment to the Marion County area. Uh, a lot of great things going on there. Carrie, sure. I, I have to imagine that the partnership with the Florida Gators has helped you too in terms of South Florida because Gator Nation has a huge presence down there. Absolutely. We are so honored to have been selected to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We believe that the University of Florida being the preeminent uh, institution of higher learning in the state of Florida transcends almost uh, any other uh, partnership that you can have. And uh, we know that the people in South Florida will uh, understand that when they're working uh, with Melden Law, we're going to give the utmost attention to their case and, and hold ourselves to that high standard that uh, we believe that uh, UF does when they decide to partnership with us. So we're very excited about moving forward with uh, the South Florida um, uh, re uh, representation of, of everybody, even if you're not a Gator, we'll help you out. My sister went to FSU. We're, we're, <laughs> we, we are a uh, part, we're partnered with the Gators, but we'll represent people that are fans from sure. all different uh, teams. No problem. Yeah. Well, one other thing that I wanted to mention is that uh, I was um, shocked when I found out there's actually more Gator alumni down in South Florida than up here in Gainesville and Ocala because we have so many people that are Gators here, but because of the sheer numbers of people down there, there's actually more Gators down in South Florida. I am so excited about uh, releasing these bus designs that we have down in South Florida. <laughs> We've got five buses that are ready to be rolled out in March. Hopefully they'll be done uh, sooner than later and they're gonna be really uh, cool. So if any listeners out there see our buses on the road in South Florida, take a picture, send it to uh, us at meldenlaw.com, our contact form, uh, and we'll uh, give you guys a free uh, giveaway we have some some cool swag we'll give you. So that's my challenge to you out there. Look for the Meldon Law South Florida buses uh, and the new uh, new design that should be coming out 
uh, by the end of March. All right, I got something for you two guys. There's some new TV commercials coming out now. We don't want to give them away, but uh, there, there's some unique commercials. I've seen some rough drafts of the two of you. Uh, anything you might want to tease to our viewers and listeners? Well, the exciting <laughs> thing is that uh, through our partnership with the Florida Gators, we have access to um, all the athletic facilities, the mm -hmm. football stadium, mm -hmm. uh, the basketball arena, where there's also gymnastics and volleyball, uh, the new baseball stadium, which is incredible, uh, the softball field. So we've incorporated a lot of the Gator facilities along with the superstar, Albert the Alligator, and his friend, Alberta, in our commercials. So when you see the commercials, I think you're, they're going to hit home as far as being a, a true gator. And we try to also make them interesting and humorous. They are. They're humorous. And we are the only firm that you will see these icons and images in, correct? Yes. And, <laughs> and, and uh, we, you know, uh, all of these are partnership. They're partnerships with the Florida Gators as far as, you know, we, we get them approved by the Florida Gators. Exactly. And that they're, Absolutely. They're part of it. And I think uh, what's really been great feedback for me is that the Gators are as excited about our partnership together as we are our partnership with them and that it's also a great service to the Florida Gators through these contests and other things we're doing. We are making the community aware of what athletic events are going on so that we can support our great Florida Gator uh, teams. We want to remind everybody, whether you're watching or listening on one of the many 39 different audio platforms, whether they be Spotify, Apple Music, Google Music, so many others, Amazon, I can't even name them all, please go to our website. Please go to the MeldonLaw.com website. Go to the homepage. Mm -hmm. You will see a banner at the very top. It could not be easier. We have giveaways for all of the Florida athletic events, whether they be baseball, softball, volleyball, all the spring sports. We always tie in a gift certificate. So, for example, the games tomorrow night, the baseball games, uh, 13th and the 14th, we've got, goodness, a $50 gift certificate to Miapa Latin Cafe on both nights. We also have the gift certificate for the softball games on the 13th and 14th against Kentucky and also for the Gym, uh, volleyball game on the 13th against Missouri. So can't beat yeah. that. <laughs> so when we give away four tickets, like we are on uh, uh, Saturday for softball and uh, Saturday for volleyball, we uh, give $25 per person. So that means you get a $100 gift certificate. Okay. So we want to make sure that uh, when you go, uh, you have plenty of gift certificate to have a nice dinner. A great night out. And, and Carrie, we're actually doing a very interesting out of the ordinary promotion in Ocala coming up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they both are grinning at this one. This they know is, what's coming. This is a great um, one. Two weeks from tomorrow on the 27th at the Boys and Girls Club in Ocala, Meldon Law is the title sponsor for a night of professional wrestling. It's going to be at the Boys and Girls Club in Ocala. It's what we call an independent show, but there are some names that are recognizable. Chris Masters, who used to be with World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE, and several others. I think Carlito is, is another guy on the show. And so there'll be some big names, but it's for a charity. It's, in the, it's at the Boys and Girls Club of Ocala. It's a family-oriented event. Kerry uh, knows the promoter from South Florida. He's a physical therapist by day and a wrestling entrepreneur by night. Yeah, he helps people by day and then he uh, he slams them, body slams them by night. But no, seriously, uh, it's going to be a great event. There's going to be, uh, we'll have some Melton swag that we're going to give away. Yes, we well. will. We'll have some uh, stuff. And yeah. Chris, you may, I, I've heard some rumors that you may be a guest announcer at the event. It, it's an evil twin. <laughs> Ignore that. Uh, <laughs> well, you have a history with that. Well, right? there, there's allegedly a person whose name was Rick Christopher, who was a, looked a lot like me, who, who was a ring announcer for a company called IWF, International Wrestling Federation. If you look it up on YouTube, you might find a guy that bears some resemblance, a little longer hair, a <laughs> little slimmer around the waist, but be that as it may. I, I may have to uh, make an appearance as a guest ring announcer that night. We'll have yeah. to see. So March, March 27th. March 27th, Ocala, Boys and Girls Club. If you have any questions, give us a call. We'll put it on our website. We will. Yeah. We will. And we'll put up a graphic about that. But, um, Carrie, I, I got to tell you, I'm just so impressed. I got to keep going back to the South Florida office because, you know, it's not a satellite office. It's fully staffed. You've got a great attorney working with you, Tanner Demery. You have got a rock star 
legal assistant in Alexandra. So yeah. tell, tell us what it's like been working with them and just growing together as the, as you guys have. So the, the two main stars, and we have a lot more people where we have the whole office working in, sure. in South Florida as well, sure. but the two spe special talents that we pulled from South Florida was uh, Tanner Demery, who was born and bred in Fort Lauderdale, South Florida like yourself. Right. And uh, he uh, ran for judge and he has uh, experience as a chief prosecutor, as a public defender in South Florida, and he knows he knows a little bit about everything. He so does. He's great awesome. Guy. He's a he's a great guy, and he's been an, an amazing addition. And then Alexandra Gordon is a certified paralegal. Uh, she's from uh, Kissimmee, and she moved down to South Florida, and she's been with us uh, for over a year now. And she is uh, has a great thirst for knowledge, and always has a smile on her face. And she does great with all of our clients. You know, it's we're really lucky to have that. Uh, you know. What I like to call that that floor that that southern uh, communication with our clients, where you know we always want to say, "Hey, how you doing? You know, come on in. We'll say hello." Sure. And, and COVID, things are a little bit different, but we'll still uh, like to communicate with our clients. And you know, we we want our clients to always feel free and to call us and and to feel comfortable calling our firm. And sure. the feedback we've gotten from our clients in South Florida have has been tremendous. They can't believe. They have a firm like that in South Florida. Well, I think the key point you also made is that your firm, your office, just like all of us, we work collaboratively. While you do have staff that's dedicated to South Florida, the paralegals, the case managers, this guy, Richard, myself, we, we all work collaboratively. Uh, can't say that. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say yes. as a team. Collaborative. <laughs> Wait, collaboratively. Is that how you say it? Collaboratively. All yes. right. Good job. Anyway, whatever the case is, we work together. Yeah. You are watching Meldon Law and Friends, a weekly podcast. Number 20. I can't believe it. It's our 20th. Wow. That's From exciting. Meldon Law. And uh, we've got a great guest coming up. Please stay tuned for John Barley from Catholic Charities of Gainesville. Great guy. Great history and hit in business. I'm going to ask him about the Brown Derby, rest assured. Check us out at our website, www.meldenlaw.com. Give us a call anytime, toll free, 1-800-373-8000. Thanks for watching. We'll be right back. It's important to hire the right attorney, not the cheapest attorney. And here's why. DUIs carry with them mandatory penalties that will follow you for years and years and years. Melden Law has been representing people charged with DUI in the state of Florida for over 40 years. If you've been arrested for DUI, you can call us at Meldon Law at 1-800-373-8000. Being a client at Meldon Law was special because I felt like I was really being listened to and I felt welcome by the entire staff. If I were in a situation where I needed legal advice and help, I would absolutely reach out to Jeffrey because his reputation alone speaks for itself. But on a personal level, I know that he would take care of me and help me solve those problems and I would feel safe with him. Hello and welcome back to Meldon Law and Friends, episode 20. Today is Friday, March 12th, 2021. I want to first of all thank Carrie Meldon for joining us and telling us all about South Florida and so many other things. So if you're just catching the show in the middle, go back and watch the beginning because Carrie had a lot of great things to say about the growth and expansion down in South Florida. So Jeffrey, um, it's been an exciting spring. We still have tickets to give away for the weekend activities of this week, including baseball and softball. And volleyball. And volleyball. We've got tomorrow night volleyball. So by all means, go to our website, meldenlaw.com, and what do we got coming up? We've okay, got so Saturday and Sunday, we've got uh, two baseball tickets mm -hmm. for each game and a $50 gift certificate to the Miapa Latin Cafe. Um, Saturday and Sunday in women's softball, we've got tickets uh, for the Kentucky game, uh, four tickets for Saturday and a $100 gift certificate, and Sunday, two tickets and a $50 gift certificate to Miapa and volleyball on Saturday. We have four tickets and a hundred dollar gift certificate to Miapa Latin Cafe. So those are all really exciting. And every single one of those are top 10 programs in the country. They are. It's, it's really incredible. I mean, during the course of our first 19 episodes, we've had the 
women's soccer coach. We've had the, the volleyball. We've had representatives from the basketball team, everything. And it's just incredible how every program in Florida, like you said, is, is top five or top ten. It's awesome. Yeah. And um, want to also congratulate those who won tickets already for tonight's game. We have the, the first game against JU. We have tonight's game against Kentucky in softball. And what are we averaging? Close to 1,000 people for literally every contest in yeah. terms of people applying for tickets. All, the, all these events are sold out. Right. And because of our unique partnership with the University of Florida Athletic Association, uh, the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, we are able to score these tickets and we want to share them with the community because I'll tell you, the athletes that are performing at this high level deserve the attention and the encouragement and applause from real live fans. And even though there's only 25% of the available seats there, we're trying to make up for the reduction in the numbers by being even more enthusiastic. I know you and I have gone to a lot of the baseball I'm games. Just, I'm, blow, I'm still, I just, I'm still raving about not just the baseball team, which is a great team, but just that, that stadium is just, new park. It, it's beyond compare. And uh, I, once COVID's run its course, whenever that may be, that's going to be filled up for every game. It's, it's that great of a facility. Well, anyhow, Chris, uh, I wanted to switch gears here to our uh, special guest. We we have a great guest, John Barley. Thank you so much. I was tempted to call you John Barleycorn because I'm a music fan, and that's an album by Traffic, <laughs> one of my favorite bands. I've heard it forever. You've Don't heard it forever. Don't worry so. about it. You're free to do it. John Barley, uh, you have been for the last nine years the regional director of Catholic Charities in North Central Florida. So we want to welcome you to the show. and. Tell us a bit about Catholic Charities and the great work you guys do. Well, I want to thank you both for, uh, for having me on the show and uh, giving me the ability to talk about what we do and, uh, and how we do it. And um, Catholic Charities is right now caught up in COVID like every place else is. And uh, we're doing our best to uh, reduce poverty and help people who are at risk of um, eviction. Um, the, the last few people I've talked to this week that we've paid utility bills for Several of them, uh, their utilities have been cut off already. Oh uh, you know, we, we know that we've got an eviction um, moratorium going on right now, but the utility companies are shutting off power. Uh, and, uh, and so we're, we're there to help people out, and that's, uh, that's what we do, along with food. And, um, and the other services we get right now, our big, our big focus is uh, utility and rental assistance. Now, it's not just folks that are Catholic that you're helping, correct? Definitely not. <laughs> uh, Catholic Charities is our name. Well over 90% of the people we serve are not um, Catholic. Um, it's the name, but uh, we serve anybody who's in need in our community. Um, we serve five counties in North Central Florida, along with Alachua. We have Bradford, Gilchrist, Dixie, and Levy counties that we serve. And uh, just if you, if you are in need, we're there to help you out. What, what are the uh, origins of Catholic Charities uh, mm -hmm. in, in this area? Well, Catholic Charities originally came to, um, came to Gainesville back in the 70s, uh, and it was originally started as, a, as an immigration um, uh, service uh, back at the end of the Vietnam War. Believe it or not, uh, there were a lot of Vietnamese um, refugees coming over when the communists took over, and Catholic Charities was there at the center of that, uh, bringing Vietnamese refugees into north central Florida. Don't ask me how they picked Gainesville. I was in college at the time, so I wasn't a part of it. But that's how Catholic Charities um, started out. And as time went on, we evolved to meet the needs of the community in different ways. I know we ha have had a very strong Catholic community uh, through all of the churches and uh, everybody getting together in, in the Gainesville, Latra County, North Central Florida area. So I would is it uh, fair to say that there's a lot of uh, the churches that get involved in, in helping out? Well, really, a lot of the churches, but um, Jeffrey, more than just the churches and, and definitely more than the Catholic churches, our partnership with Trinity United Methodist and some of the um, Westside Baptists and some of the, the other um, uh, Protestant churches in town, they're all supporting us because they know, they know who we're helping. Um, and that's the, big, that's the big thing. They refer clients to us and they help us out uh, as well. Well, that's great. I know you've been in the Gainesville area. Uh, did you go to the University of Florida? Came to Gainesville from uh, Miami back in uh, 1974 to go to the University of Florida and uh, been here off and on. This is actually, this is the fourth time I've moved back to Gainesville. 
Um, I got into the restaurant business shortly after school and uh, <laughs> a lot of transfers there. We were talking earlier about the old haunts at the Brown Derby. And, I wanted to ask um, you about that. I saw that <laughs> well, on the resume. Brown well, Derby. Okay, so so listen to this. I, I'm, I'm going to law school in Cleveland at Case Western Reserve. Okay. And one of my uh, friends that I got to um, know there um, was getting married to uh, the daughter of the Gervis founder of Brown okay. Derby. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, his name was Ber Bernie Johnson. Yes, sir. You, have you ever heard that oh, name? Oh, I've met him. Oh, you met yes. Bernie Johnson. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Bernie and I were friends in law school. We wow. both graduated from Case Western Reserve in 1969. And I said... Uh, that man is going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. And he did. He married the right woman, but he was a bright lawyer besides. And uh, so anyhow, but one of my favorite stories about the Brown Derby, I think it was the beef and bottle at first, right? It was a beef and bottle first, and then Brown Derby came in and took it over. Beef and Bottle was open for probably two or three years, and then Brown Derby came in and took it over shortly before I started working there. So... I used to go there to see the live acts, okay? Mm -hmm. And there were some incredible performers there. Steve Martin? Yeah, yeah so here's my Steve Martin story, okay? <laughs> you knew that was Steve coming. Steve Martin has been perform was, is performing, at, I don't know if he started at the Beaver Bottle or if he started at, um, at Brown, when Brown Derby opened and took over, but was he performing when you were there? He was. Okay. so. Um, I founded the Great Southern Music Hall okay. in 1974, and Steve Martin is a fledging, fledging co uh, comedian, fledgling comedian, right? And so anyhow, he, is, um, he was in contact with us, and we said, Steve, we would like you to play at the Great Southern Music Hall, which had 800 seats. And he, his response was, I don't know if I'm big enough yet to play <laughs> at the Great Southern Music Hall, uh -huh. okay? And we said, Steve, don't worry about it. We'll get you here. And we had a one, one show midnight, okay? And at 2 o'clock, they closed down the place, but Steve didn't want to stop performing. So he says to the whole audience, Let's go out on University Avenue, okay, and continue the show. He takes 800 people out onto <laughs> University Avenue. They flood into the street, stop the traffic. He gets on top of a fire hydrant, puts the crazy arrow in his head, and continues the performance for another 35 minutes. So and, that's my. And, and now you're running Catholic charities. <laughs> and, and look where Steve Martin is, and look. <laughs> and John ends up at Catholic charities, and, and happy to be and happy to be there. But happy I want to wanna thank you for bringing him to Gainesville. Is my point, okay? And it, and just it's an incredible story, and just the, the people nowadays wouldn't even believe that uh, that Steve Martin was at a restaurant on the on the end of Payne's Prairie back in the yeah. 70s. But. Now, we have a golf tournament coming right. up, right? We Let's do, and we're that. very excited about it. We've got our um, first ever Spirit of Charity golf tournament. It's going to take place at Mark Bostick at the University of Florida on April 17th. Um, it's, it's kind of taking the place of fundraisers that we've had in the past. Jeffrey, we've usually had a, a big you know, gala kind of fundraiser. Um, last year with COVID, our board felt very uncomfortable with all of these people being, you know, in a room together. So we had to cancel our fundraiser last year and, and looking towards possibly the end of COVID or the end of, you know, somewhat relaxing of restrictions. We just decided that doing something out, outdoors made a lot more sense. Uh, the, the weather in Gainesville in April, mm -hmm. you can't beat it, um, I'm not actually a golfer, but uh, I'm pretty good at riding around in the golf cart. So we decided we were going to do a golf cart, uh, a, a golf tournament in order to raise funds for, for the charity. And how can uh, our listeners and viewers uh, sign up, participate, donate? And do they have to be golfers to help? You definitely don't have to be golfers. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't be there. We do still have sponsorships available. Um, whole sponsorships, we're looking for a lot of those. Uh, we've got a number of sponsorship opportunities. Even if you don't golf, you can be a sponsor and help mm -hmm. out in the community through this, um, through this golf tournament. You can go to catholiccharitiesgainesville.org 
and all of the sponsorship um, opportunities are there for you. You can actually do it right online or you can call Lori Porter at our office and she can walk you through it. Um, the opportunities are there. And the most important thing is just thinking about the people that you're gonna be helping buy those sponsorships. Every single dollar that's raised at Catholic Charities stays here in our community. Wow. It does not go anywhere. It doesn't go to some sort of national umbrella or anything else. It stays here to help people in our community. Well, that's listen, John, I, you can count on Melden Law to be buying some tickets for that Well, we really appreciate we it, Jeffrey, because you, you all are always a big part of our community, and, and the outreach that you do um, is, is very important, very important. Thank you. And much appreciated. I'd like to remind everybody, you are watching Melden Law and Friends, the weekly podcast from Melden Law, statewide law firm founded by Jeffrey Melden back in the early 70s. We are now in our sixth decade of operation in Whoa. Gainesville. That's hard to believe, but we are. And we have an office, you heard us talk about it in the first segment, in South Florida, uh, doing great. We have an office in Ocala that's been there, Jeffrey corrected me a couple of weeks ago, 43 years he's been handling cases in Marion County. We have an existing full-time office, but really just in a few days, as we talked about first segment, we've got the new digs. We're, Quite an exciting place. We're going live. <laughs> yes, we are. And actually, this podcast, uh, we're going to be changing on April 6th, I believe our producer told us. We're going to be going to Tuesdays, and we will be taking live questions on Facebook Live. We did that experiment a week or two ago. We'll be doing it for real in about four weeks, so we'll be telling you a lot more about that in the weeks to come. Again, uh, we're going to have one more segment with John Barley. I want to talk a little bit about the criteria for people in need of services. I'm sure there are some people watching and listening who might be thinking to themselves, if not them, maybe someone they know could benefit from Catholic charity. So we'll talk about that a little bit more next segment. Thank you so much for watching. We will be right back. The Melvin Law Firm from the beginning has been built on giving back to the community. I enjoy coming to work as much today as I did in 1971 when I opened my practice. I don't look at this as a job, I look at it as serving other people. While we're alive, what better feeling can you achieve than knowing that you've helped other people and thereby you enrich your own life? I've done mornings here on Sky Radio for 17 years. Jeffrey Meldon started doing his weekend show here 16 years ago. One of the things that separates Jeffrey is I don't see him out there hollering for people's business. I see him out there investing in the community. He's touched a lot of lives, and a lot of it he'll never know what a difference he made in somebody's life about information that he has shared on the air. Hello and welcome back to the fourth and final segment of today's Melden Law and Friends. Today is Friday, March 12th, 2021. Landmark episode, Jeffrey. This is episode number 20. We started this back in early November. Tweaked it a little bit here, tweaked a little bit there, but the uh, podcast is going great. We're having a lot of fun. Yes, uh, we're very uh, glad and appreciative of all of the support that we've gotten from our viewers and listeners to Melden Law and Friends, and we are going to continue to make it even better. Chris had uh, mentioned earlier that we are going to be going live in the next uh, three or four weeks, and we're excited about that because the more feedback we get from uh, the community and our listeners, uh, the more interesting the show will become. It will, and I, rumor has it we might even be moving to that Spurrier Gridiron Grill um, they have a podcast room right in the front, and when that restaurant is up and running, uh, we, we might just be doing our podcast from there. We'll see how that goes. But speaking of the Spurrier Gridiron Grill, I want to ask our guest, uh, John Barley. Um, my understanding is you had a tour recently. What did you think? It was it was amazing. Uh, the, the building itself is going to be phenomenal, and uh, a rooftop bar and eating area in Gainesville is just is just the perfect thing. And I think it's it's going to be great out at Celebrations Point. I mean, just the watching the sunsets from that rooftop mm -hmm. uh, are going to be tremendous. And the food, that was the best part. Uh, Freddie and, and, and Drew had us over there to uh, to give us some mm -hmm. comments on the, the food. Chef Mark was there with us and it is phenomenal. Uh, they're doing a lot to local source, which is a huge deal for me. Um, Talk the, about that. 
Well, you know, there. I, I know that they've got a creamery out in Hawthorne. That they're that I know the people who run the creamery, but I didn't know that they had opened the cheese the cheese portion of it yet. And I yeah. saw I saw one of Freddie's posts, and I said, <laughs> okay, I need to get out there. But um, but buying local, supporting local businesses is a huge. It's a huge deal for me, and I've worked I've worked you know corporate uh, for so long. Um, but I think being involved in Catholic Charities now and seeing the needs of the local community, I think brings it even more so to me that we need to be supporting local businesses. And um, and I think Spurriers is going to do great, and they've done a great job with doing that. Yeah, I think you know Gainesville as a um, university town is on the forefront of a lot of that. I, I see it in all all different parts of town. And Spurrier's is going to be the number one restaurant in Gainesville, uh, I predict. And and and, is, and in that position, it's really uh, great to be helping the community out because much like what you do with Catholic Charities, Spurrier's will able to uh, be able to do to um, help support everybody in the community and grow our community in a really good way. No doubt. I mean, the jobs are. The jobs are important. Supporting the local, um, the local vendors, whether it be with cheese or whether it be with produce or whatever it is. Um, once again, going back to what we talked about earlier, we're not just Gainesville. We're five counties in North Central Florida, so a lot of these folks are in our our footprint in other places. And uh, you know, Spurriers is going to do great. We we always had a, a saying in the restaurant business: the name will bring you in once. The food is going to bring you back. Mm -hmm. And knowing the people that they've got over there, I know the food's going to bring people back. Now, let's talk about that because coming from you, that <laughs> means a lot because <laughs> not only yeah. did, you, did you work at Brown Derby from 1977 till 1994, but you were the managing partner of Carabas Italian Grill for 15 years from 1996 to 2011. So you know an awful lot about running a, a big restaurant operation. I know good food, I know good <laughs> service, and I know good people. And I know who's working over at Spurrier's, and I know those people are gonna take care of things. And Jeffrey, that's how I originally got on with Catholic Charities. We had, uh, we had been talking about that question earlier, and when I was with Carabas, I was doing the food for Catholic Charities fundraising gala. Okay. I was the caterer. And uh, so they decided to put me on the board of directors at Catholic Charities because of all the work I had done with them. And when I decided after 37 years that there had to be something else besides the restaurant business, um, mm -hmm. I ended up at Catholic Charities actually running the, running the business. Now, can you tell me what are some of the lessons that you learned in the restaurant business that you were able to translate over to the Catholic Charities? Jeffrey, there's no difference between running a nonprofit and running a for-profit business. They both have to be run the same way. It's just a difference of where the money goes at the end of the day. And in the for-profit business, it goes into somebody's pocket. In the nonprofit business, it goes into somebody else's pocket, but somebody who's in need instead. So the thing that you learn is um, in the restaurant business, we say we pick up pennies, and you every penny counts and you make sure that you're not wasting anything. And that's really been a mantra for me in the restaurant business, but as well in nonprofits, because there's no, any money that we waste on something is money that we're not gonna have for client services. So that's the way I look at things. And uh, how, can you tell us a little bit about the growth of Catholic Charities uh, under your watch? Well, you know, um, as we were talking before, Catholic Charities has changed over the years you have to change, you have to, you, know, you have to mutate depending on what it is that the community needs. So we've, we've started as a food pantry, we've gone into emergency and immediate needs services with rental and utility assistance, which we were talking about before. We've got adult education classes for people who need to learn how to budget money. A lot of the people that we deal with and, and the folks that we deal with are working poor for the most part. Uh, they are employed, they just can't make ends meet. And uh, a lot of that has to do with being able to budget money. So we've got programs called Bridges to Prosperity, which starts with a financial wow. fitness program where we teach somebody who's on social security or disability, who gets that one check at the beginning of the month, how to make that thing last. So they don't need to come for it to ask for assistance. Our goal is not to continually 
give people assistance every month. Our goal is to pick people up, mm-hmm. get them back on their feet, and then teach them how to stay on their feet. That's the important part. And now, that's what differentiates us from mm-hmm. some other people. Now, if some of our uh, viewers and listeners want to participate, uh, are there opportunities for community members to participate in Catholic Charities? Always. We're always looking for volunteers. We're always looking for sponsors and donors, not just for the golf tournament, which we were talking about, but all year long. Uh, last year, we had, we had some tremendous outpouring of support. We had a virtual telethon that we did last April, um, which really helped us out with being able to pay utility bills and um, rent uh, for people who had been affected by COVID. Uh, we had a Christmas in July virtual fundraiser as well. Mm-hmm. Community is, has been very, very giving, especially with this pandemic situation that we're in right now. People see their neighbors in crisis. They know the needs are there, and, and they've, been, they've been very giving. And again, tell our listeners uh, and viewers, uh, if they want to get involved, either as a volunteer or donating uh, money, uh, where should they go? Well, they can go to our website, which is um, catholiccharitiesgainesville.org, and it really has all of the volunteer opportunities on there and the contact information, email addresses, and everything else. If not, they can call me at 372-2492, which is our main number, and just uh, ask for John. And uh, I'll help them out as You'll best figure I can. Out. There's always. I always pick up the phone. I always pick up the right. phone. That's another. That's another thing I take from the restaurant business. The phone never. The phone always has to be answered. Absolutely. So, what if there? There. I'm sure there are some listeners and viewers who may be thinking to themselves, oh, "I know somebody, you know, who who can use this service. Maybe they may need this service. Maybe explain a little bit about the process of somebody coming to you." humbly saying, I need help. What sort of criteria is there? And maybe walk us through that process a little bit. Well, you're right on, on the, the fact that somebody knows a neighbor. Uh, statistics say that 60% of Americans cannot go more than one month without a paycheck. They don't have the savings. They don't have the investments. And if they lose their job, they cannot pay rent the following month. Um, that's, you know, that's nationwide. Uh, the, the problem is, is very much so in Gainesville. Most of the people that we have coming in are referred by someone else. They're referred by another church. We get a lot of referrals from schools. Mm-hmm. We work very closely with Howard Bishop Middle School, who's our neighbor um, mm-hmm. next door. Uh, we, we get a lot of referrals from there. Um, we get referrals from United Way uh, through their 211 system. But uh, if you know somebody referring them to us, what we try to do as much as possible, because we know that the people coming in our doors are not used to asking for help. Dignity is the biggest part that they, that they come in without, and we want them to leave with it. Uh, we don't want anybody to feel bad about having to come in and, and ask for assistance, because what's happening right now is nobody's fault. And um, the, the only thing we can do is take care of our neighbors and make sure to get them back up on their feet. Well, I'm really glad that um, you went from the restaurant business into Catholic <laughs> Charities, John, because there are so many people sure. right now in this unique time that need help, and it wasn't something that anybody planned for, right? No. It was like all of a sudden they go, John, <laughs> everything's changed. Nobody, nobody could have planned for it. And, you know, the, the, this, the programs that we run right now are programs that we've always had in place, and there's always been need because – People will always lose a job for one reason or another. Um, You know, people will always have hardships. The car broke down. Uh, You don't have money in savings. You got to fix the car or you can't go to work. That car repair, that was your rent money. Okay, those things always happen. COVID has just made the situation so much worse. Uh, And people who, most of our families are what United Way will call um, an Alice family, which is their acronym for people who are working poor. Um, who are who are working paycheck to paycheck? When one of those paychecks stops, whether it be from COVID or something else, where do you turn? And you'd like to think that you've got family that's going to be able to help you out, but in this day and age, with what's going on in this pandemic, your family might be in the same situation you are, if not worse. So, um, so they're not always there, and when they're not there, we are, and we've got the ability to say yes to people, and that's part of what we're why we're doing this golf tournament. And why we're talking today 
is so okay. that we can continue to say yes <laughs> sure. to people and not have to turn people away. So we got that, the golf tournament, April what? April 17th. April 17th at the University of Florida golf course, the mm -hmm. Mark Bostic golf course, which by the way, is a great course. I've been, uh, I've played there for years and years and I've gone to a lot of golf uh, functions there. The, the local bar association has functions yep. there. And if anybody wants to have a good time, uh, go, go to the event and they can go to your website to uh, sign up, right? CatholicCharitiesGainesville.org has all of the information right there, the sign up, everything. Um, it's, it's, it's easy to do. Yeah, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Grab a friend, me. go there, sign up, help the uh, Catholic Charities. And, uh, you know, I really want to thank you for coming on the show and being involved in uh, something that gives back to the community. And uh, without folks like you, uh, there would be uh, people freezing in this colder weather that we're having right now. You know, it's not comfortable. You know, uh, Gainesville's not, you know, nor, uh, Ohio. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> was a, it was a couple weeks ago. It was a couple, it weeks, was a couple ago. weeks ago. And imagine being, you know, having your utilities turned off. And, uh, and being, you know, in the cold, especially when you're a Floridian and you're not used to it to begin with. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bad situation. I'm excited to hear, though, that you have volunteer opportunities as well. Yes. Um, any types of volunteer work that specifically you're looking for? There's a number of different volunteer opportunities that are out there. Um, the best thing to do is to either give me a call or, um, or send us an email. My email address is on the website. Um, we have folks who work in our food pantry. Uh, we've got our weekend hunger backpack mm -hmm. program where we pack backpacks of food to go home to hungry kids. Um, right now we're serving 17 schools every single week with that That's program. Incredible. Um, so we need people to, um, to pack that food as well. But at the same time, we're trying, to, um, we're trying to do the social distancing and restrict things so we're not putting people um, you know, in any kind of danger. And, and the same thing with the golf tournament. I mean, we're following CDC um, guidelines because we want to make sure that everybody's safe. You know, everybody's got a different opinion on what safe is and what isn't, but uh, we want to make sure we've got it all covered. And a golf course is a good place to be safe. <laughs> we figured, you know, outside, beautiful Florida sun, uh, breeze blowing, you know, uh, you can forget about COVID for a few hours anyway. And, and the weather is just spectacular. Here if it's anything April. like this week, and I'm hoping we'll be, we'll be good. <laughs> we've, we've had some beautiful days, that's for certain. We well, have. Well, Jeffrey, certainly one of the goals that you had and continue to have with this program is to have community leaders and community heroes. And uh, I think certainly we've got somebody who qualifies in both criteria. So I just personally, on behalf of the firm, just thank you so much for the wonderful work you're doing for the citizens of, of these several counties. It's not just Gainesville. Right. Well, we want to thank you for, um, number one, having us on. And, and, it's, and it's not all me by any means. I mean, we've got a, we've got a tremendous staff. We've got a tremendous board of directors uh, that, uh, that work very hard. Our board of directors is pretty much putting on this entire golf, golf tournament themselves, all volunteers, all volunteer hours. Uh, and they just, um, they just do a tremendous job. And they're, they're a big part of where we get those referrals mm -hmm. because they're from all walks of life all over the community. Um, so, so they get us in where we need to be. Want to remind everybody, you have been watching Meldon Law and Friends, the weekly podcast from Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office in Gainesville, also with offices in South Florida. <laughs> you heard from Gary Meldon earlier. A uh, great office down there doing wonderful things, covering the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade through Broward, through Palm Beach County, Ocala now in our 43rd year with a brand new office opening in just a couple of days. Take a look at our website for more information at www.meldenlaw.com. Our primary practice areas are injury cases, personal injury, which can mean a big truck crash, personal uh, trip and fall, slip and fall, auto crashes, Anything related to injury due to the negligence or carelessness of another, please give us a call or criminal defense DUI. But even if it's something outside those areas, this guy's been doing it a long time. We'll send you in the right direction. Well, I want to thank everybody uh, again for listening. And John Barley, what a great surprise to see you again and uh, <laughs> find out that, uh, you know, you're really helping the community. So thank you very much. And uh, we look forward to uh 
participating. We'll be there. Melvin Law will be awesome. there. We the absolutely will. I'll, I'll be a cart rider. I won't, I'm not going to be <laughs> a golfer. You can be in the cart with All me. All right. That'll be my work. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for watching. We'll be back next week with episode 21. Soon to be coming live on Tuesdays with Facebook Live. We'll have more information. Don't forget to check out the ticket giveaways on our website. Go to the homepage, click the banner. Thanks so much for watching.